Hello, everyone. Welcome to Caffeinated Humor. I am your host, Will. You know, there's something beautiful when somebody has a perspective or a, a personality that just, they operate outside of the norm. And we're going back to, you know, the, the discussion about the social contract. You know, there's a, an agreed upon but unspoken way you're supposed to react to things. You know, common courtesy is the biggest example of that. Everybody talks about a little common courtesy. But what if you don't want to act that way? Is it rude if you don't even see it as being courteous? It's kind of like the whole concept of wearing a mask right now or not wearing a mask. And if you're listening to this at a different point in time, the pandemic is still going on. COVID-19 is still ravaging the, the country or not. Depends on what conspiracy theory you abide, you kind of cleave to. But the idea of you're either wearing a mask because you have that common courtesy or you're not wearing a mask because it's not even a question of common courtesy. It's you don't want your life ruled by fear. Now, depending on your perspective, both of those could be right. But here's a question. What if regardless of your perspective, both are right? Discussion for another time, really. But it, it really does come down to there are those that approach situations in life and they don't even see the normal path their path is so bizarre and twisted they go a different path and i think this is where the steve jobs and the the bill gates come from they went into look at a situation that existed it was this is how it is this is how it's done and there's no reason to change it so they changed it and look at what happened they changed the world there was a russian businessman when the fall of Russia came, his father, who had squirreled away family fortune, because his evidently great-grandma had left them like a bundle, and they lived in a, a lower-middle-class neighborhood. And this guy hated the fact that they basically grew up poor, despite the fact that they had money, but his father wouldn't use it. And then the fall of Russia came. And the guy described it as, imagine if the, the U.S. stock market crashed like it did in 1929. But he said, what if... Instead of most businesses closed, what if all businesses closed? And then over the next few weeks, a few reopened. He said his father took all that money and he bought over 600 small businesses. And some of them were like bakeries and shoe cobblers and uh, I think auto repair places. I mean, just small businesses, including small factories, as long as he could get them for a huge deal. And he made a deal with the owners that he said, I will keep you open. I will pay your paychecks. I will keep you alive. And once the economy recovers, we'll discuss uh, you having a piece of ownership. But you have to keep this business alive until then. So he was purely an angel investor. He was just sinking money. Well, when the Russian economy began booming. And he didn't hesitate. He even got into nefarious kind of shady deals so got involved with the russian mob i mean this guy was huge but by the time all the smoke cleared his father's fortune amassed over a billion dollars so that was a man who had a different perspective if you inherited millions of not a million dollars say you know a quarter million dollars from your great-grandmother would you hide it away and not do anything with it because the day will come that you may need it not may need it, he could see something coming that he was going to want it. And look what happened. 
They lived a poor life. His this kid grew up hating that life, and yet when the smoke cleared and everything was said and done, his father killed it. His father is revered as one of the biggest geniuses of business to come out of that part of the world. Talk about fascinating. Same thing with other people when they apply different perspectives to everyday things. You know, when you see somebody building a sandcastle at the beach, and then you go a little further down the beach, and you see a guy who's working with planers, and I mean, he's got straight edges, and he's spraying hairspray on it to hold the sand in place, and he's creating the, you know, Notre Dame Cathedral. Meanwhile, you're having a hard time keeping four walls up before the the surf swamps it. Those are the people that see it differently. Now, sandcastle people, I guarantee you, as as far as hobbies go, it's very creative, it's very neat. You're never going to make a dime at it, and if you do, God bless you. You're one of the a tenth of one percent that might. That is where today's episode comes from. It's just that kind of an, an homage to those that see things differently, and not just differently. Their approach, their walk, their sight that they see, the things that they key off of, are all different from everybody else around them. And that's what brings us to today's episode. You want a piece of me? On today's caffeinated humor. You know, I usually say Google it when I mention obscure terms or people that I know are not common knowledge in the podcast or the, back in the blog too. Now today I'm going to break that tradition, and there's a specific reason why. Karl von Clausewitz was a Prussian soldier and a military theorist who stressed the psychological and political aspects of war. Now he was brilliant; he was about a century ahead of his time. That being said, here's today's podcast. Now the first hit caught me in the kidneys on the left side. I mean, it was light. Any harder, it would have driven me to my knees. I used to have a friend that thought it was funny to sneak up behind you and smack you open-palmed hard on the kidneys. I mean, that's funny right up until you start pissing blood. Anyway, that's the panic that went through me in the first nanoseconds of contact. And then she stomped on my foot. You don't expect to be attacked at the cream and sugar kiosk at your local Starbucks. I mean, it's kind of the last place you expect to find violence. I mean, I drink my coffee fairly blue collar, nothing special. A little milk, a little sweetener takes a second. Now the guy next to me is a local lawyer that I happen to know. Dresses very well, and he doesn't take long to fix his coffee either. So the kiosk will accommodate two people at a time comfortably. I could tell the first moment he got hit because his whole body flinched, and this is just on my peripheral vision. Somebody put a hand on my hip and shoved. I'm not a lightweight. I'm short. I'm stocky. But catch me off guard. I can be moved. Now the woman shoving her way into the middle of the kiosk is ancient. Eighty, ninety. I mean, I'm pretty bad at guessing age, but that's the realm she's in. Now this woman takes no shit. You can tell by the look on her face, and she subscribes to the Karl von Clausewitz concept of total war. Leave nothing out. Everything committed to the battle, all resources thrown into the breach. You go big or you go home. It's awesome. She puts her coffee down and reaches for the sugar, white sugar. None of that naked sugar for her. Old school. Excuse me. 
Now, she says this with the air of the victor surrounding her. She owns us, and she knows it. The excuse me is like shaking hands across the net in tennis after you beat the shit out of your opponent. Andre Agassi was a god, and he did this beautifully. The man despised his opponents that they would dare to challenge him. So the handshake simply told them, this is my world. He was arrogant, but a warrior. Kind of like this little old lady. So we gave her the room. There's a time and a place to fight back. This isn't it. Even von Clausewitz would agree with that one. I'm fascinated with this woman. She looks like a, a woman that I met in a Starbucks called Newark Marie. Just a harmless little old lady. Right. But Marie never exuded the aura of menace that this woman does. I mean, there's an old adage that broken field runners are born, not made. It is a goddamn shame this woman was not born in a time when MMA for women was popular. I mean, her talent's being wasted. She's incredible, and she is woman, damn it. Hear her roar. Hey, hope you liked today's episode. Like it, subscribe to it. Hell, there's a link around here to help support it. But most importantly, listen to more episodes. You can also go to Amazon. You're going to find a series of books under the name Caffeinated Humor based on the podcast. Take care and have a great day. Thank you.